microphone. I like it. As I walk away. Yeah. <laughs> we start every podcast. <laughs> Evan hits record and then walks, walks in the room. Walks through two doors. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's how, that's how it starts. I think it's um, very engaging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right now it feels silly, but eventually it's going to be a ritual. And, <laughs> and everyone will be like, oh. Yeah. This time, this time he's going to trip and fall or something. <laughs> I was just thinking it would be comforting. You know, it would be like, oh, it's starting. Get the popcorn, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a, it's like a tradition kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, uh, that's how I feel about this podcast. It's, that's how big it's going to be. There's going to be children like sitting around uh, the Bluetooth speaker in the dining room, <laughs> listening to the podcast. Like, guys, guys. <laughs> He's hitting the record button now. <laughs> I can hear I can Russ hear. breathing slightly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Evan, oh, that's the door. That's the door. It's happening. So excited. Yeah. And little Jimmy, just so excited. <laughs> Christmas Day. <laughs> we don't put out a podcast that often, but, you know, <laughs> little Jimmy's it, wet, eating up everyone. Every single one. It's, it's, like, a, it's like Christmas morning every time it comes out. <laughs> just imagining him sitting there in his PJs. Yes. Yeah. Wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, just so excited. Anyway, what's this podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, it's about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about us talking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a major moment. This is the first. We've had a lot of conversations. We have. But this is the first one that will be recorded in the annals of history. <laughs> that's a very... <laughs> that's That sounds so official when you say it like that. <laughs> I mean, do you actually, do you ever think that like that everything that goes online and this probably isn't true, but Mm -hmm. sometimes I have this, this thought will be recorded in the annals of history. I guess so. I feel like there's so much stuff out there that's so nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just data and just like text and just stuff on the internet that, that nobody cares about except for like maybe one person who made it 15 20 years ago yes. or, or making is making it now. And in 15, 20 years, no one will know it exists anymore, you know? Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing too. Like I, the way I picture it, the way I think about it is that like everything's being recorded and it will be stored forever. Yeah. And then my great, 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 great grandchildren will be able to listen to this conversation and be like, Oh, I came from that person, <laughs> well, you know? <laughs> and, but I don't think it's true. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think that's true at all. So, well, there's so much media being created these days. Yes. Like if you think about like back in 1950, where you had a like a stills camera using film, and you'd be able to get 30 shots, you know, mm-hmm. and that cost you a certain amount, and then you'd have to go and get it developed, and then and then you'd have the photos in a in you know, and you'd be able to share them with people. Yeah. Whereas now you can take your phone and you can take eight hundred photos of your tiny child and just post it online. Yeah. And and that's just gonna be there. And but the thing is like there's so much of it. Yes. You know? Well, and the other thing is, I think the reality of it is, will, like, we, some of that stuff will be there, but yeah. some of that stuff gets wiped clean. That's true. And, like, I, I've read about this. This is actually an issue that uh, people think about with sort of like historians, you know? Like, yeah. in the past, people would keep journals, mm-hmm. but now most journals that people keep are digital, I think. Right. And they usually get erased after so many years 
That's um, yeah. I mean, know? it's hard to say because now that now that there's like these huge cloud servers, you know, right? And all of that is like backed up like hundreds of times across different servers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to say. Like, is what's on Google Drive now going to stay on Google Drive? I don't know. A hundred years into the future, right? A thousand years into right. the future, right? I mean, I think. Uh, I think it'll. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be there. <laughs> or, that's gonna, that slate's going to be. Many of the slates are going to be wiped clean. I think so. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'd like to think that my legacy would uh, would last a thousand years. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm not Genghis Khan. Yeah. I'm not. You know doing the stuff he did <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think i'm very interesting per se uh, uh I, I find you interesting ross oh well thank you <laughs> thank you Evan. but yeah i mean yeah i just don't see i mean even the people who are like huge deals now big streamers big youtubers huge celebrities yeah they're not going to be that big in 50 years you know mm-hmm. the the big celebrities who were huge 50 years ago like big movie stars now, kids don't even know what their names are, you know? Yes. Um, and there's a chance that they never know their names. Some, some, There's probably an 18-year-old kid right now in the United States who's never heard the name Marlon Brando. Right. You know? Totally. And I don't expect to have a bigger legacy than Marlon Brando, personally, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah, I can't, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the with with the digital age and the amount of content that's coming up, it would be very, it's very hard to break that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that that's probably true, mm-hmm. but here's a, <laughs> here's a hypothetical for you. Okay. Uh, that I, it, okay. Say that happens for the next hundred years or so, mm-hmm. but then when we become fully cyborg, <laughs> yeah, right, as yeah, obviously that is, that is what will happen. It is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Evan, <laughs> and it's good that you accept it now. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, when we become fully cyborg mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we will be able to take in all data and so like taking a history class would be like oh i know i have read every book on history and i have listened to every podcast and i oh. have taken every now i know everything well, when, that happened in the facebook when our brains are digital and you can just plug a usb usb <laughs> drive into your neck yes and learn the entirety of human history yes when it's a usb h oh yeah cable. so at that point it's all just data and i'll be in there yes yeah so i'll never die is what you're saying well i wasn't getting <laughs> to that point yet but i mean i mean a version of you will not die if you're lucky i mean isn't that isn't that the saying like you, you die twice, which is when you die physically. And then you also die the last time someone says your name, right? I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. heard that before. Right. And yeah. Then, but there's the third death when your data degrades to the point that you're no longer yes, recognizable obviously. as I mean, heaven. That's the most important one. Yes. Actually, the third the third death is the is the one that I dread the most personally. <laughs> when you're so JPEGified that you're like that Hank Hill meme. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just, just blocks of of color yeah. that have that have that are so so difficult to decipher that I, that I that I no longer exist as a person. And that comes about because someone at Corporation Earth 
is like, <laughs> oh, I can save Evan better by zip file, turning him into a zip file. I like that this is this is <laughs> this is this is the future you foresee, Corporation Earth, and I I have been I am no longer nothing but data. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, it's like the makes you think of. Uh, you ever heard of that? Um, that that story. Uh, I have no mouth and I must scream. You know. Ooh. No, yeah, I haven't heard that. it's like a it's like a digital like futuristic horror film. Uh, it's, I, I think they did make a movie out of it, but it was a book originally. Yeah. Um, but the concept is that there's this that AI has kind of taken over the world at this point, and there's only like a few humans left in okay. the world. Yeah. And um, they're only being kept alive as essentially playthings for this AI. Right, oh, and yeah. it's it's horrifying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I I assume that's what our future is. Okay, yeah. I could see that. That's yeah, a possibility. I mean, I mean, that's, I'm not ruling that, it. Out. I think that's the inevitable course of Corporation Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. it's profits. It, it keeps humans alive as a source of profit for to set as a product for AI. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it, do. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be like the Matrix. That's, I mean, we're not, we're not going to be turned into batteries. Because we're so inefficient. I mean, obviously not. Yeah. Right? It's I a mean, great metaphor, but it falls short in a number of ways. <laughs> it does. It does. I, I mean, I like the, I like the, the visual aspect of it, you know, yes. a bunch of people in, in tubes, yes. you know, being with their life force being sucked out to power the machines. But obviously that's way too far out there. Yes. Yeah. No, Corporation Earth, cyborgs. You know, USB plugs in people's necks. Obviously, that's the way we're going. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have you um, have you seen the latest Matrix film? I have not. By the way, have you? I have. It is pretty bad, but it, it is uh, the thing. I love Keanu Reeves. Yeah. 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 He's very likable. He's he he's such a likable is. guy, but. I've never thought he was a good actor. <laughs> yeah, he's not. I mean, he's not. He's um. Oh, I, I've listened to like this theory about mm-hmm. why he's so likable and why he's like not a good actor. Yeah, but a good actor for specific roles. Right. Uh, and that's true with a lot of actors, though. Yeah. Yeah, as long as they're cast right, you know. Uh huh. Take like Ben Stiller, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a very he's very typecast yeah. generally, right? Very like I would say so. I mean less so these days, but like especially early on in his career he played or um oh what's his name? I always, I hate this. I can I always forget actors' names when I'm on the spot. Yes. Um Me too. Uh he's in uh Elf as the main Will character. Ferrell? Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he kind of I feel like he kind of plays the same type of kind of crazy character in everything. Yeah, you know? He does. He does, he, he, he does a spiel. great job mm-hmm. of it. Um, but he's never just a normal guy, you know? Yes. I mean, maybe there is a movie out there where he is just a normal guy. Yeah. I feel like he plays the straight oh, man occasionally, but it's... The Lego movie. Uh-huh. I forgot he was in the Lego movie and he plays the dad. Yes. Yeah. And That's he's right. just like a normal guy. Like, yeah, occasionally. But I feel like, yeah, again, with um, with Keanu Reeves, yeah, he is kind of typecast as sort of a um, sort of stoic character. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So... That, okay, so that is how the theory goes, mm-hmm. is that sometimes a character works really well when they're super stoic and don't emote a lot mm-hmm. because they serve, at, they are relatable to us in the audience 
who are just sitting there in our chair, stuffing our face with popcorn Pop- and just like <laughs> uh, not emoting. I, I you so you can kind of put your it's sort of like a put yourself in their situation. Yes, exactly. I can see that. It's a kind of a bizarre psychological phenomenon. I don't know how legit it is, but I like the idea. Of well, it. I mean, that's pretty common in video games, though, right? Think of like the silent protagonist. Yeah. You know, characters like Master Chief. Yeah. Uh, you know, who, or yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Someone who really is just sort of a, 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 an object that has that's human shaped that you can kind of put your own self into. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I can see that being a thing for movies. I mean, it's it's definitely a thing in anime. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I That's mean, there's there's so many generic main characters in a lot of anime that are just a vessel for you to put yourself in and have some sort of power fantasy where you have a harem of girls who are all <laughs> fawning over you. Yes. Um, and that's there's there's no end to that type of content there. <laughs> so yeah, I imagine there are a lot of shows and stories that are all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's, I mean, there's an audience for it. Yep. So, I mean, there's, there's where there's people, there's money. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'll they'll make that content. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that I haven't watched some of that content. I will also say though that it's not something I seek out yeah. personally. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't think I don't. I'm trying to think if I was ever at an age where I did seek out that content, maybe. But yeah, yeah. There's yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff out there that that kind of targets specifically lonely lonely men, I would say. Yes. Yeah. But on a very unrelated note, The Matrix Two. <laughs> <laughs> the well, The Matrix Two. Or are we oh, talking? Sorry. Yeah. You, I'm thinking it's The Matrix Two because I forgot the no, rest the of them happened. Four. Yes. Yeah. This is uh-huh. the fourth movie. Yes. Yeah. Back to that. Sorry, I got I got off topic. It, no, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. uh. Can I spoil it entirely for I, you? I don't think I'm ever gonna watch yeah. it. So yeah. And go anybody ahead. else who's Mm-hmm. And we'll ever listen to this, if ever. Uh, it is uh, It is about, it starts off and Neo, Keanu, is yeah. playing a video game developer. Oh. Who, and his last game was called The Matrix. Oh. And it was okay. a huge hit. All right. And so he's like, got all this pressure to Wait, make another <laughs> game. <laughs> Hang on. Take a step back here. <laughs> Is he the same person? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But somehow they got him back in the Matrix, right? Uh-huh. And this is what they, this is the position so they wait, put him in. This is Matrix 2, but in a literal <laughs> sense in the movie. Yes. Yes. He is creating the sequel to the Matrix. But in the Matrix. Yes. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's, uh, He's having a really hard time figuring out like how to make it good. Yeah. And this is the best this honestly is the best part of the movie because he's having a hard time making it good. So they're getting really meta with it and the company like he didn't want to make one. He swore off doing it right. and then his boss is like, "So, you're making one. We made a deal." Uh, <laughs> so now he's forced to make this game that he doesn't want to. Yes. Yes. And you can tell it's like really thinly veiled commentary about the position that the Wachowski sisters were in. Oh, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it's a, it doesn't fit at all though. Yes. Like the way that, even the way the trilogy ended. Yes. Like that makes no sense for him to be back in. I'm so confused. <laughs> how how did they tie it back into the original film? Did they, did they have a way of explaining how it happened? Or I think was it so. just, Yeah. 
I can't remember. Okay. Honestly. That's... Now I kind of want to watch it just yeah. just to f- figure that out because yes. that <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> but yeah, one of the best parts about it is like this this whole thing how they're sort of skewering what is it Sony? That, yeah, yeah. That like is forcing them to make another movie just for more money. Interesting. And then also in the writer's room, yeah. all these people have these different takes on it and mm-hmm. like what it means, what it's a metaphor for. And they're like, it's about being trans, right? No, it's about factory farming. Yeah. Like, no, it's capitalism, obviously. Right. Um, or, I mean, maybe it's all those things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, what's a good movie that doesn't have 18 messages, you know? <laughs> why focus on one thing when you can talk about everything? Yeah. That's what I say. I mean, maybe that is part of why it was so successful, though, is that resonates in all these different ways. I guess so. I mean, was it successful? The original Matrix. Oh, the original Matrix. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that one's pretty cut and dry, I think, the original Matrix. It's it's very... But I think the if the new one, if there's a lot of... A lot of um, uh, if if it's vague about what sort of um, message it's trying to get across. Right. Well, I'm saying it gets meta where the characters are discussing what the Matrix 1 was about. Oh, oh, wait, that's in the movie. That is in the movie. Oh, I didn't realize that's what you were saying. Like they force Neo to make a Matrix 2 and they give him a bunch of like spunky, like, writers that don't know what they're doing oh my god and (laughs) this sounds terrible like really cheesy but also very charming yeah way that's like this is the matrix now like this is i mean i assume it it moves on from that and then there's action yes right it does they escape the matrix again and then they it's like oh okay and we're back in this world now and yeah it's full of weird, cheesy people in le- uh, leather trench coats and <laughs> slick back hair. and. Oh, man. I-, I like how they went back to that aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. that was what was the epitome of cool in the- at the end of the 1990s, right? Yes. And it's now so far removed from it. Yes. That maybe, it's- maybe it has come back around and it's cool again. Maybe. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like there's a certain association of people, <laughs> association with people who dress like that. That is um, questionable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. It feels, yes. Mm-hmm. I can't not, oh, I can't not think about um, Columbine. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, like, I, I, like, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm I, not the only one. I'm like, I don't want to get super dark, yeah, no, but I, I want to get super dark. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, that's just, that's the association I think people make with that particular style of dress. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know actually that like, so the, what is it? The, the, the kids in Columbine were in the, the, they were famous for their trench coats and there was apparently this group at Columbine called the Trenchcoat Mafia. Whoa, and, no. Yes, and the news was talking about it a bunch when Columbine happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it turns out the kids weren't even in the Trenchcoat Mafia. No, they would ju- they just wore trench coats. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Um, so they were like, this, this club was a huge influence on them. You know how the media was just going crazy on like yeah. all these different like reasons why it could be that this happened. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. It's interesting hearing about Columbine um, because I actually grew up about five to 10 minutes away from Columbine High School. Oh, wow. But uh, Columbine happened, I think, in 1994. Uh Uh-huh. And that's the year I was born. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And so 
yeah, there's there's some information out there on I guess on the internet now. <laughs> in case anyone wanted to know. <laughs> That's how old I am. Yes. Um but um it's 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 one of those things that like I've heard so much about it and it was so like sh- it shaped a lot of people's lives after that. Yeah. And but it, it for me it I I didn't experience it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you were Born in the era of school shootings. Yes, exactly. I mean, very early. Now we're right. like deep into that, but let's not let's not get too deep into this conversation. Yeah, that's um, fair. I, but it's interesting thinking about that because there. I mean, I I feel like for for kids that are ten years younger than me, mm-hmm. for that it's um, it's nine eleven. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I can't imagine. Like I can, I know what a world was like before nine eleven. Yes, you know, and yes, now and too. there's so many kids now that don't. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to me. But but then again, I think back to like my parents and their experience with like knowing what like the Cold War was like. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And and to me, that's, that feels like ancient history. Yeah. That's something that I studied in a history book. Totally. You know? But to them, it was real. And it, it, it was something that they had to deal with like mentally. Yeah. You know? Totally. People always think, talk about like how, oh, how things are awful today. You know? Mm-hmm. Things are at their worst. It's never been this bad. Right. But like- it has? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's an interesting thing, right? Is like that a lot of a lot of times when these like landmark things mm-hmm. happen in history. Yeah. It's not necessarily that it was the thing that changed everything. Sometimes it's just the thing that made everyone aware. Yeah. That this was always a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um well, I'm trying to think of a good example to back that up because I feel like I'm just kind well, of talking out of my I, ass. I mean, I, I, I mean, things have changed. I think for the better in that regard. When you take take for example, mental illness. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it used to be you know, <laughs> man up. You know, right? Like you have you have some sort of issue and it's it's making you unstable. I'll just shut up and put up with it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I mean, back a lot of the you know there was no way people didn't know. That, that a lot of mental illness has existed, mm-hmm. you know, 50, mm-hmm. 60 years ago. And it was very black and white, right? It was like, yeah. if someone's mentally ill, they are literally insane and we must put them in a place. Exactly. That is where those people go so we don't have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Or they beat their wife, you yeah. know, yeah. or this woman is insane, you know, and, and, oh, that's crazy Linda, you know, she's like that, you know, and so... Yeah, I, the the perspective we have now on that is is totally different. Wait, so, what do you mean when you said "or they beat their wife"? Or I mean, you... like I'm just saying, like some like certain things, like like um, it, they they have mental t- tendencies to like anger or stuff like that. Stuff that is now well studied. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, uh, people have anger issues. People who have like bipolar, yes. or or stuff like that. It's it's now no longer as much of a mystery. Yeah. Um, or like you know stuff that. Yeah, that now like can be treatable, and it's less taboo. Yes, and people talk about it. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Not that like, you know, beating your wife shouldn't be taboo. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm just (laughs) to clarify. Yes, I'm just saying. um, 
Yeah. Uh, that that was like, just the first example that kind of popped <laughs> in my mind. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's like, that was like, anger was like the the thing for men, right? Like yeah. the toxic masculinity, the classic form of, of masculinity is like, mm-hmm. you're allowed to be positive. You're allowed to be angry. And that's it. Yes. Nothing in between. And you're allowed to be stoic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ideally, you're stoic. You're Ideally, not too positive. You're not too angry. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. The the ideal resting state for a man is is stoicism. Right. Yeah. And I definitely have that ingrained in me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's so ingrained in American culture. It really right? is. I think yeah. we all have that. And and like want to like want to be stoic in certain respects, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's not the, all, but yeah, it's kind of glorified in movies. You know, I mean, take for example, Keanu Reeves. He's the yes. cool action hero, and that's yes. what he is. He's stoic. Mm-hmm. You know, he he doesn't look at explosions when he walks away from them. <laughs> totally. You, know, you have like Bruce Willis, who's like another example of a very stoic hero. You know? Yes. Yeah. I feel like take any example of like most action heroes and that's like their primary aspect is that they are stoic Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i feel like it's odd how like i don't know i think that the dream of what stoicism does is like it makes you stronger yeah what the the story is and also it i feel like uh, the 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 classic sort of feminine mm-hmm. uh, traits were like they were more emotional and things like that. Yeah. And so if you're stoic mm-hmm. and uh, and of course you know uh, going with like heteronormativity, uh, normativity, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and like then they can be emotional and you can just be their rock. Yeah. And exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. And like that's okay. And like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know where I'm going with this. I feel like I mean that's that's yeah no that's 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 very prevalent in society in general. It's mm-hmm. not just in movies. That's that's very much like how a lot of relationship dynamics are. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually I mean that is a part of my relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm. I would say is I I tend to be the more stoic one, and she's the more emotional one. Yeah. Um, it's in part because she. She does have bipolar, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she deals with that, and she's she's medicated for it, and she's 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 great, um, yeah, yeah. But but it is it is somewhat of a role that I'm filling, yeah, in in being almost almost like that that caretaker rock stoic stoic person for her, right? Um, and I don't necessarily mind that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally. But but it's definitely like a stereotype that we are both fulfilling. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it sure. feels weird to be in that situation. Yeah, it's it's interesting, right? Like, because I definitely think that, like, the way that I think of it is, like, it's a service mm-hmm. that you're doing for your significant other. Yeah. Because I do that for my girlfriend mm-hmm. as well. Um, not all the time. Sometimes she's stoic and yeah. I'm emotional and, mm-hmm. like, she's my rock. But, um, I mean, I, th- I feel yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that happens in my relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I, d- I definitely feel like it's it's skewed one way. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if it were skewed the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, I just am generally more emotionally more stable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she would agree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's a relationship and it should go two ways. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, should, totally. it shouldn't be totally one-sided on these things. No, I totally agree. Yeah. But that's uh, that's... That may be a little too deep for this uh, for this is first it? podcast. I mean, we got I mean, pretty deep pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I mean, that's the thing is that we're feeling it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> how how deep 
Yeah. How how deep can we get without offending a tremendous amount of people? Ah, that's that's yeah. the question. I'm, I I I don't care if I offend certain people, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I care if I am an idiot and I reveal that. Or oh. if I reveal that I'm an idiot, what I'm not, and I'm like, oh, why didn't I say yeah. that thing? Mm-hmm. And what I did say makes me look like X. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a hard thing when you're trying to talk about something that you don't know that much about. You know. Yes, definitely. And there's a lot of things I don't know a lot about. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of how what Joe Rogan. That's whole his whole persona. You know, is the <laughs> yeah. guy who talks about stuff he knows nothing about. Yes. You know, uh-huh. and people kind of like him for it. And a lot of people really hate him for it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I am both. I think I feel both of those things about Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like if he stopped pretending like he sometimes because he does do that thing where he's like he like eggs people on and he like pretends like he knows about things and like uses his platform to like promote certain people. Yes. I'm not a huge fan of that. Yeah. But when he can sit back and let a person who is an expert about something talk, mm-hmm. it can be really interesting to listen to. I listened to a, a few episodes. Um, this would have been, I think, early 2019 when I was listening to his podcast. I didn't yeah. I didn't listen to that much, but it was mm-hmm. it was before there was a lot of controversy. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, he he can do that. You know, totally. Yeah, yeah. He's a very he's a very good entertainer. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to listen to him a lot when I was younger, and mm-hmm. maybe it was 2019 or maybe uh, earlier earlier than that too. Yeah, but I stopped when he got more controversial. But or I think before that even, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of felt like. But he's he's always been controversial about certain subjects. That's true. Like, you know, he's always been kind of anti-trans in certain respects. Yeah, and he's always been. I don't know. He always liked certain conspiracy theories. Right. He had Alex Jones on the podcast from like early on. Yes. Yeah. And you know, it's like that was less controversial, mm-hmm. but it was still controversial. It's true. <laughs> still... Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other podcasts you listen to like at the moment? Yeah. Um, I'm, I've, just starting this one right now that I'm excited about, but I haven't listened to it, too much. Is it about, is it two dudes sitting in a room <laughs> talking to each other? <laughs> it is this podcast. Yeah. And I'm listening to it currently. I mean, we are both listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's technically true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too meta. I'm sorry. It's, uh, <laughs> no, I'm. it's called uh, Mother Country Radicals. Hmm. Um, and it actually is about... Uh, do you know this group, The Weather Underground? The Weather? No, I don't. So it was like this leftist terrorist organization, I guess, like back in the 60s or 70s or something. Um, right. Yeah. And so uh, the head of the group was this woman, and her name is escaping me. I haven't listened to too much of it. But, okay. Uh, her son is making the podcast. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, and so it's and and so for years, like she became, she was like uh, public enemy number one, right? By the FBI, and oh uh, wow, okay. she like I guess they did like five like bombings of like government buildings or something. Whoa, like some I don't know. They they put out the threat to do it. I'm. Uh, I I I need to listen to more of it. I feel yeah, like I'm yeah. getting my facts wrong, but. <laughs> Uh, 
anyways, she uh, she like went underground mm-hmm. and went in hiding, and her she and her husband were like members of this organization, and they had a kid while they were underground. And they had to live a life underground. So this this kid is now, uh, you know, a fully grown adult, and he's making a podcast about, you know, her life and his life, yeah. and sort of like the I- idealism that they stood for, but also the consequences of their actions and how it affected her and how it affected him as her child. Interesting. And, yeah, it actually won uh, the best podcast at Tribeca. <laughs> Tribeca has podcast Apparently, entries? Apparently. That's, wow. I, I heard about it on Democracy Now!, mm-hmm. which is like my main like news uh, podcast or source. Right. And so they had a really good interview with the three of them, the family. Huh. Um, and I was like, this is really fascinating. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. How... Well, now I got to guess, I guess I got to go listen to that because I, I want to ask you questions about it, but you haven't listened to very much, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really say too much on it, but I'm excited about it. Yeah. That is, that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I'm also fascinated that Tribeca has a, po- like how many film festivals have like a, have a podcast section. Yeah. Yes. Are there a lot, are there podcast awards actually? There must be. There's gotta be. There's yeah. a, there's an award ceremony for everything. Yeah. Look, when you get enough white people <laughs> all together in a room and there's enough money, someone's <laughs> going to come up with an award for something. Definitely. That's, they got to congratulate each other. That, there's, there's only one, there's only so many ways you can shake each other's hands. Okay? Yes. Yeah. You got to have an excuse for networking mm-hmm. and getting drunk together and calling it work. Exactly. Dressing up, going uh-huh. out. Yeah. Getting pic- people to take pictures of you. Yep. You know, I mean, you got to feel important somehow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's the only way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's my goal. That's my goal. I'm going to create my own award ceremony. <laughs> it's going to be the best Evan. Okay. Um, And I'm not going to invite anyone else named Evan. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you got it in the bag. <laughs> But I think, you know, other Evans might might come out against it. Oh, well, screw them. Okay. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I'm going to have them on the show, though. <laughs> you're you're going to bring them on to this podcast? I, uh, well, someone's got to cover this issue oh, when okay. it happens. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah. I see how it is. Okay. I just need to – I'm look, I'm unbiased, mm-hmm. all right? I just mm-hmm. need to report the facts and put two people in a room together that are very avidly opposed to each other. So are you saying you're going to put two Evans in a room? And yep. only one can come out. <laughs> <laughs> the Evan off. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, um, I think that would make for a pretty interesting podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I will, it might actually be pretty bad because if it's just like the sounds of two people fighting, <laughs> that could I'll be a little. I'll just be describing. <laughs> oh, that's it. You'll yeah. be in the, you'll be in the next room. You'll mm-hmm. be in the control room. I don't have a lot of experience with like sports broadcast because that I'm basically at that point, I'm just, uh, you know, what do you call it? The, what do you, what do you call it? The a sports, sports uh, sportscaster. Yeah. Right? Sportscast, like just sportscaster. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I think... want to say narrating a fight. Yeah. You know, I'm just. Uh, oh, there's a term for that. Yeah. Um, yes. Sport. Oh, what is it? <laughs> oh, that, that's killing me that I can't yeah. think of the name. Yeah. It eludes me, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just going to be like, oh, he's got him on the floor. <laughs> Evan's got him. Oh no. Oh no. I fear for Evan. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so confusing. We were oh, no, both wait. named Evan. There's a turn. I think Evan might have a chance. I, I, I'm ready. 
Yeah, I feel like I've been training for oh this my, my whole life. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, just first thing you have to do mm-hmm. is have pour a lot of money into an award ceremony. Okay, that's the first step. That's award first ceremony. Step. Yes. <laughs> Second step, don't invite anybody mm-hmm. named Evan specifically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then maybe I can get some articles written about it. Yeah. And that way that can drum up some sort of controversy. I like it. it. I like yeah. it. And then that's when the, that's when we invite them to the room. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, don't tell anyone, just make sure that no one else knows that they're coming. Yeah. You know, especially you. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm saying I know, but no one, like no family members, no friends of theirs know that they're coming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually there's just going to be one Evan. Yeah. As long as we keep this podcast up long enough, I think I can narrow it down. this is just uh the one yeah in evan form (laughs) yes the one did you ever see the one i have not seen the one oh my god it is uh that uh that is an incredible ridiculously cheesy multiverse movie like one of the old school multiverse movies is it does is there someone who kills all other versions of himself? That is his whole conquest. Ah, um, okay. I have to oh, I have to figure out uh, what the actor is because he's very famous, like very famous martial martial artist. Oh, uh, is it Bruce Lee? It's not Bruce Lee, but um, it's um, Jackie Chan. No, those are like the two famous martial artists that I think of. Often. Jet Li. Oh, Jet Li. Yes. Okay. And, and so Jet Li, can I spoil the one for you now? Sure. This, I guess this podcast is just Russ spoils movies Russ spoils for movies for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh. I just realized <laughs> yeah. we didn't even introduce who we are. <laughs> this whole time, no one has any idea. Yeah. Even if we, I don't think we'll even put this out, but yeah. this is a good, this is a good pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah totally. Anyway, tell me about the one. <laughs> Okay. Now I'm questioning if this is entertaining content. I I find it entertaining. Okay. Okay. That's all that matters right now. Okay, good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, For the audience of Evan. Yes. um, And any other Evans out there listening? No. And little Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. But no other Evans. This is not for them. Oh, this is not for them? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is going to become the villain on this podcast now is the other Evans. The other Evans? Um, Yeah. I don't care about them. (laughs) So Jet Li, right? Mm-hmm. He's your average ordinary dude yeah. who knows martial arts maybe? I can't remember. And he <laughs> some and, sort of martial art. Yes. Yeah. And you find out that other Jet Li is trying to become the most powerful of the Jet Li's. Oh. And there are only so many multiverses. Right. And when you kill another Jet Li, you absorb like all the other Jet Li's absorb their power. Oh, so they wait. All of all of them combined get as strong as each other. Yes. As, so so every jetly that gets killed, the rest become more powerful. So it eventually comes down to the two jetlies. Oh, facing off. Who are the two strongest now because they've absorbed all the other jetlies' yes. powers? Evil jetly and average guy, good jetly. I see the yes. av- the the stoic one. Correct. Ah, correct. Yeah, bringing it back around. Yep. See. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think that's pretty good. That's a good place to end it. I think that's that's good. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I feel yeah. like I've. I mean, we could. I feel like we could keep going. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a good sign, though. Yeah. 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 I think so. So, anyone who listens to this podcast, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but we'll we our 
going to attempt to improve it. That's so, right. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. And uh, well, unless your name's Evan. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously any of the Evans are the villains, but Jimmy, listen, uh, brush your teeth, floss. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's good for you. Wear, wear sunscreen. Yes, very important. Uh-huh. Got to prevent cancer. Eat your vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, and thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, oh, and uh, if anyone has an idea for the name to this podcast, please. Yeah. I. Who knows? Like, considering what we talked about today, I, that did not help. <laughs> I was hoping talking would help. That did not help. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you, you want to tell us, you know, if you're offended mm-hmm. or if you'd like to be more offended. I can... Probably do something about that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, well, it's it's just good to know. Yeah. It's just good feedback. Yes, feedback, please. And if you have more movies that you want me to spoil for Evan, <laughs> uh, yeah. There, are, there to... are a lot of movies that I haven't seen. So. Yeah. Well, me too. There are yeah. a lot of movies. There are a lot of movies. <laughs> Maybe that's what we call a podcast. There are a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, it's just a phrase. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's not bad. There are a lot of movies. There are a lot of movie podcasts. Mm. We said we weren't going to make a movie podcast. Yeah. I don't think we should. I yes. like the idea that we could talk about them. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. I feel better. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we could talk about anything. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the name of the podcast. We could talk about. We anything. could talk about anything. Yeah, yeah. I I can look. We're two white dudes. Okay, <laughs> I'm only half white, but still. I mean that that just gives you a pass to talk yeah. about whatever you want. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's what culture tells me. You know, uh-huh. as long as you have enough enthusiasm and and um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yes. you can you can just you can talk about anything. I thought. <laughs> I thought you were going in like this this total other direction, which was like, we have enough cultural representation. Oh, I see. Because you're half white. Yes. That we can literally talk about anything and everything. Yes. I can speak for all women now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's how that works. Right. Yeah. Uh Mm Uh-huh. I mean, got it. (laughs) Clarified. Since since I am of mixed race, that gives you a free pass on literally everything. Yeah. And on on that note... (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> Where have we gone? Where have we gone? Never, I take it all back. I take it all back. I can't talk about anything. That's that's the, that's it. That's the name of the podcast. We can't we, talk. About we can't anything. talk about. It. I like actually. That has a bit of a ring to it that yeah. I like. That yeah. like talking about like yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's that classic kind of Seinfeld. Like this is a show, a show about, about nothing. nothing. Yeah. 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 Very topical. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, s- signing off, I guess. Yep. Later. Russ out. And now we begin the grand <laughs> tradition of Evan walking. Walking on and <laughs> pressing the stop button. <laughs> yes. There he goes. And he's walking out the door. I don't know if you heard the door open. Oh, I'm all alone. Thanks for that you're here with me, though. <laughs>